Cultivation, Cultivation with Kevy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. I'm your host, Kevy the Dreamer, and today I'm so excited. If you are watching today on YouTube, you see who is right beside of me. I am joined by a king. I'm so excited to be here with him. King Andrew Gray, actor, entrepreneur, producer, artist, all the above. You know him from Bling Empire. You know him from as the Red Power Ranger. And we are just going to chop it up today. Um, we are just going to talk all things self-empowerment, positivity, motivation. And I'm just, I'm so honored. Thank you for being here, Andre. On Andrew, I don't know where Andre came from. Hey, we're still waking <laughs> up, Kevin. No, no big deal, man. We're still waking yes. up. As you can see, I still got my sleepy eyes on. Uh, I'm just, um, I'm really happy that you've moved forward with this podcast. I know how excited you are for it, and how prepared you are for everything, and how many great questions you have, and and how excited you are and ambitious for life, and as an entrepreneur yourself. So I just want to say congratulations to the podcast. It's no easy feat. And um, I do it myself, and it takes a lot of motivation to not only get it moving, but then scale it. It takes a lot of energy, so keep going, man. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, I always start off with a couple icebreaker questions just to allow people to get to know my guests better. Okay. So I just have about three questions for you. I'm going to start off with something light. This breaks my Tea or Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> as we're both sleepy and trying to wake up here i'm not a coffee drinker mm. however i need to find coffee that i like I'm you gotta do that, that. yes I didn't, I didn't start drinking coffee um it was only within the past uh maybe like five ten years but uh my family's a big coffee drinking family i always woke up in the morning smelling the coffee being brewed the beans being or hearing the beans being crushed but i didn't start drinking coffee until i was on set of power rangers and everybody on set is like was obsessed with it. They're like, ah, Folgers <laughs> crystals. They're like crackheads on their coffee. <laughs> and I remember one day we had to be on set at like four in the morning um, from going from a night shoot. Um, I think we got off set around like I don't know, one a.m., but we had to be back on set for a pickup shot in the morning. Anyway, I just couldn't move, and they were like here just drink this here here and they like drowning me in it and i was like this isn't bad this isn't bad <laughs> so that's my that coffee. is so you know that is so funny so i'm a night shift nurse and i don't know how i've made it the past 13 years being on night shift without drinking coffee but it's the same thing everybody drinks coffee and my parents never drank coffee so i guess it's just not being around it but i'm gonna have to find a pick me up for sure so i'm gonna remember that <laughs> it's a comforting thing it's a yes. thing. It's warm. Yeah. But I do like tea as well. I do like tea as well. Definitely have had my fair share of drinking tea uh, abroad. Um, definitely in travel. I think, well, I know for when I get on an airplane, I like to have tea. Okay. It's, just, it's soothing. It's soothing. So what's the next yeah. icebreaker question? Yes. Next question is movie theaters or Netflix? Movie theaters. Movie theaters. Yes. I haven't been to a movie theater in a while. And I think with COVID, you know, I think we got comfortable with, you know, being at home and having things come to our home. But I think it's nice to get out. And I think that that's something that we've forgotten about, you know, for a while. Um, that feeling of seeing something as it's released and not, you know, but just the old conventional way of a movie's coming out and you go to the theater and there's just nothing like that. So 
I yeah, just wanted to an, get your take on that. It's an event. Yeah, it's yeah that's it. That it's an you event. You can get dressed up for something that you can go out and, and it's an adventure. Um, you know, you create a good routine with it and, you know, get a movie or go get something to drink. And yeah, it's, it's a good experience. Love it. All right. Final question for you is, do you have a hero? Man above. Yes. Yeah. And then my parents for sure. Okay. Are both your parents still living? They are. They are. Okay. My father lives in, I'm in Las Vegas right now. My father okay. lives in Northern California. Okay. My mother lives here in Vegas. My brother lives here in Vegas. But yeah, I'm really tight with my folks. Nice. I love to hear that. All right. So everybody listening, this is Cultivation with Kevy. Cultivation is spelled with a K. And this is my self-empowerment platform. I am somebody that I, I like to make others feel good. I love to laugh. And I just noticed through, first of all, and I've never told Andrew this story before because um, my first time connecting with him, but I've told this story a few times, but not really publicly. So I'll just talk about it for a little bit. I first got into podcasting because I literally heard God tell me the words podcast. And it's funny because I didn't know the first thing about podcasting. Um, I knew I've heard of podcasts, but I never really listened to them. So when I heard God say podcasts, and as me and Andrew both know, when God tells you to do something, that's what you're that's what you're going to do, whether you want to do it or not. Mm. So I heard the word podcast and I'm like, huh. So I, I thought about starting a podcast and I thought, well, what would a podcast look like for me? I'm somebody that I want to encourage people. I want to uplift others. That may not be the most popular thing in the world. Of course, controversy and negativity seems to sell. But I just feel like we could definitely go with more um, light in the world, more love. Um, so you are here in season two of Cultivation with Kevy, and I have the pleasure of being here with Andrew Gray. Um, a backstory between me and Andrew is he's always been an idol of mine. I don't like the term idol, but it just basically means for me that he's somebody that I've looked up to. He's very positive. Um, and I just like to learn from people like that, learn their story, how they've gotten to be where they're at. So I'm very honored to be here. I've said this a million times and I'm sorry, I keep repeating it, but I'm just honored to be here with Andrew today. Um, so again, thank you, Andrew, for being here with me. And my first question for you is in trying to mimic the 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 successful people that I am trying to be more like and looking at you, the entrepreneur that you are and just the amazing artistry, artistic things that you have going on. What does a day in your life look like? Planned out. Everything has a plan on it. There's a timeline behind everything. Um, there's a strategy behind it. There's um, a lot of discipline behind it. There's there's health behind it. There's family there's marketing and then also creating a plan where you're not doing the same routine every single day um, where because life can get very um, monotonous that way it can feel that you're not covering any ground that you're on the hamster wheel and you don't want to do that that makes you feel stuck um, but creating a map where uh, saturday sunday's preparation monday is moving the ball forward uh, Tuesday is uh, checking in on uh, what you targeted. Wednesday's um, reaching back to what you targeted. Thursday, Friday's marketing for the weekend. It's delegating out tasks. 
and above all, having fun with it so you don't get burnt out. Um, so you don't, I guess, I guess the word is burnout. Um, um, lose your creativity or fall into an old way of being or getting uh, anxious um, if you're not seeing the results that you don't want, that you want to have. So it's also a lot of my weeks about seeking peace, um, finding all of my gifts in my successes as much as in my failures throughout the week, but then finding always seeking out small goals, achievable things. Um, never, I, never being afraid to ask for help. I ask for help every day, all day. I'm calling in favors and returning favors um, and reminding people of favors uh, to, you know, to keep the, the ball rolling because you're not just put, it's not just always going downhill. You know, that's very few times that the ball is going downhill. So I'm pushing the, the ball up the hill uh, throughout the week and keeping people motivated and inspired. And I mean, doing the TSU, the superhero you Wednesday IG lives that I do really keep me accountable. So I created a company outside of the other things I'm doing for accountability, because if not, it's so easy to just say, you know what, I throw in the towel just today, right? Well, the emotion settles, but by the time you do that, since you're an entrepreneur, um, you know, have a life, want to inspire others, if you drop the ball one day, it will take three to four days to get the ball rolling again. And then you can start and get it. I've been in a depressive state, you know, when that ball, you know, it's like you push up the hill, then it rolls down, but then it gets stuck between two valleys, right? And you're just like, ah, forget it. Let it just live there. But no, you got to keep it moving. Um, so health, a lot of health throughout the week and rest, self-love activities. Yeah, that's that's kind of how my weeks are. And then, you know, for me, I'll get an audition come in. And then that kind of breaks up everything. Uh, so it's about also rolling with the punches. It's also about saying no, you know. Um, weeks can really take off on themselves. And then you can, your play can be overloaded. And then it's just truly about prioritizing, you know, and um, if some stress happens, you got to just let it happen and say, this will, this shall too pass. Don't let it be an anchor. You, we got to cover ground. So the more things, um, I guess, kind of pile up throughout the week, it's about sticking to the plan. Um, and that's not always the easiest thing to do, especially if a lot of, if uh, some good offers come your way, I got to say no to a lot of good things so that I can focus on doing something great um, and not over extending myself or my energy, uh, my creativity, my flow, which will leave something that like, I don't want to give anything like a C effort. So my weeks are, I just try to have as much fun as I can while I'm building something, you know, because that, I just everything needs to have a very strong foundation. I hope I'm trying to make sense out of that and keep yeah. my peace of mind at the same time. And, and, and again, I have friends coming this weekend, which actually broke up a lot of the work and also gave a lot of meaning to the work. Uh, one of my best friends who came in town is we decided to move to LA where when we graduated, we were going to move to LA when we we're 18, but we made the decision when we we're 16. And then he's coming out here and he's just, succeeded so much in his life and we've followed through on everything that we said we were going to do and 
So it was kind of good to pull myself away and just, it just gave so much gratitude to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you just gave us pretty much a three to five minute uh, masterclass there. I mean, there's a lot of tidbits in there that I definitely am taking away for myself. But the, I think the big thing that I want to hit on that you said that I love is saying no. That's a very important mm-hmm. lesson for all of us in life, definitely for me as well. Um, I think, like you said, when you have a brand and when you're building something for yourself, you do have to understand the importance of saying no. Some things, even like you said, they may be really good, but if you're building something great, you have to see the bigger picture. And something that I also want to hit on um, that sticks out for me um, is you have a plan. And I'm, I think I, I'm, maybe I'm using this for myself to say that it's okay for me to plan every detail of my life because I, I kind of laugh because my one of my best friends, um, they're kind of more go with the flow and I'm more like, I have to have a plan, I have to have a regimen. And it's like, I can go with the flow and I can, you know, like I love to have fun and, and, and live life as well. But I always like have a plan in mind of like, okay, let's do this, let's fit this in here, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, so I'm kind of using that to be like, okay, one of my one of my greats in my head is like this as well. So maybe I'm not too far off track. So I love that you said that. And pivoting back about saying no, when you say no, it's not be, always because you don't want to do it. It's prioritized, or maybe you don't want to do it. Regardless, when you do say yes to these people, places, or things, they're going to bring their best self or atmosphere to you in a way, in a way, you know? because it's more of like a honeymoon that you get to have with this person. So there's a lot of difference. Like here, uh, I guess here's an example that's, uh, I hope it's, it's registers, but like when you're on a phone call, you know, it's, you can answer it or not answer it. Let's say you didn't answer it three times and somebody needs to get a hold of you. So when you do, they go straight to the point and you know, I need you now favor, can you be here? Emergency. And you have all these call to action words. But when you're just around people all the time, you there's not always that amount of action. That helps that make sense. So when you say no, the next time you're there with them, you, you guys get to cover a lot of ground together. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's really what most people want to do. You know, at the end of the day, they want to have like a full life. I mean, a full day. Mm-hmm. Beginning. Yeah. Of the day, yeah. What I get from that is protecting your energy, protecting your space and prioritizing, like you said, what you need to do, focusing on what you have going on for yourself. And then, you know, when you can be more available or what have you for that person. But we all are doing something for ourselves. You as a businessman, you're building your brand. You're doing the work that you need to do. And if you can't focus on that or do that, then that's taking away from what you're building. So I definitely understand. And also never give what you can't what you can't give. You know, some people try to play therapist for their friends or their family, for an example, you know, and if, if you're, if you can't give that, you got to just say, no, I I can't give that, but I can give you a resource, but you already have the resource, but you're not calling them. You're calling me. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to give you this time anymore. I love you. And I'm sorry that you're going through this. So here's another resource. You got to make it like a sandwich for them. Yeah, that's a good point. I always say you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. So if you don't have much to give or you, I mean, literally nothing to give, don't overextend yourself. That's something I'm horrible about. I'm, I'm learning in this, this year of my life, I'm calling it boundaries for sure. 
that I need to do for me. And like you said, it's not about the other people. It's not about that you don't want to. It's about giving the best version of yourself and being the best self that you can be. That's right. That's right. So with everything that you've shared about, you've said self-love, you've said um, peace, you've said, you know, protecting your your energy, um, getting rest, all of that. Would you say that that has something that you have, have you always had those elements in mind that you know that they're important or has somebody been there to like mentor you and, and show you the way with that? Or is that something that's just kind of within you? What, what's brought you to this point of your life to understand the importance of that? Learning from others, learning from myself is, is for sure. But a lot was from learning from others, mm -hmm. um, being around of a lot of hardworking, creative, uh, established, uh, analytical people who, especially in Los Angeles, when I got out there, um, just a lot of people wanting the same things and, um, pretty good at observing. I think that's one of my strengths is observing and really just seeing what they're doing and just kind of cherry picking what I liked from, from people and kind of just adding that to my, uh, to my repertoire or to my bag of tools, you know, um, that's what definitely I've done a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And learning from experience, like you said, um, if you were in a moment where you, you know, people wanting the same thing or giving too much of yourself, then it's probably taught you the next moment. I'm not going to do this to myself again because I don't like how this feels or I can't do this because I'm not doing it well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you say that you have a role model in your life? Somebody that, because you seem like a very positive person and you've also talked about your faith in God. Um, do you have somebody in your life that has kind of shown you that way? Where Were you raised as a Christian? I was, I was raised as a Christian. Uh, I wasn't, um, in the church as much as I'd like to be because my mm -hmm. family moved quite a bit. Um, but I was equally raised, I would say, by just being out in the world mm -hmm. and realizing what is of the world and what isn't and traveling a lot. Uh, I definitely say traveling is food for the soul. Um, and again, learning from other people. Um, but my just reading a lot too and getting lost you know i really just want to talk about that for a second is it is scary to get lost you look around you don't know your ass from your elbow you, you can't you can't read the signs can't speak the language you can't you know get around but you definitely find out who you are and without you know getting lost uh, you, you may not ever truly find yourself I say every man has two lives and the second one starts when he realizes he only has one. So you kind of have to, again, just kind of let it all go to gain it all and to find ways that um, uh, to give meaning to what you're doing in life and to keep on, keep on your purpose outside of servitude, you know? Um, so that's kind of like in line with what we've been talking about too mm -hmm. it, is and letting go of the way that you think it should be, right? The idea that you have, it's great to have it on paper, but try to keep it on a whiteboard, you know, so you can adapt it and move 
your plans around your ideas of what it is, especially when you're traveling, you have to, you can't hold on to a, a day. Like, like when, how do I say this? Like if anybody's like ever gone on a vacation, right. And they're like traveling and they just stick to the list. Yeah, that's fun, but it's so much more fun for me. I would say like to do one or two things that are not on that list. Yeah. I'm going to break it up a little bit and get that adventure in there, but you still kind of got to get lost because then you find yourself in it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes when you get lost, you find something that you never knew that you needed. Yes. You know, you sometimes that's, I feel like that's a way that God speaks to us because we maybe never, maybe we were so stuck in our list. I know I've been that way. I've been very, um, I guess, detail oriented or regimented and like, no, it has to be this way. It, like, you know, letting go of that control of thinking that we have to control the way that it goes, or it has to happen this way. And, and God will show us, you can still get there, but you can get there this way. So that's, that's a very powerful thing that you just shared with us. I, I haven't been lost in other country, but um, I've definitely been lost in, in ways that I'm like, how am I ever going to get out of this? And it's, one thing that I can say beyond the shadow of a doubt is that God has never, ever forsaken me. He's never, ever left me in anything. So I feel bad sometimes. Well, all the time I do, because it's like my flesh is weak and I feel like I doubt, I fear, but that's my flesh. And I know that like I trust God, but sometimes it's like, gosh, how is this going to happen? But God, it just it's like if you look back on what you've been through and you see what all he's brought you through, you shouldn't have any of those doubts or those fears because he's already brought you through those. So that's something that for me that I try to work on that because it's like, why would I, why should I worry? What is there to worry about? But you know, we're human. So that's just something that I think God kind of uses, you know, his ways are not our ways. So he's got so many different tools in his arsenal to get our attention and to give us experiences that are just even more amazing than what we, we could have ever envisioned. Sorry, I feel like that was have, random. Have you, ever heard the, have you ever heard the phrase, uh, Jesus take the wheel? I have, yes. Right? It's, it, it, it's, I believe it's what we're speaking on. On my heart, I know it's what we're speaking on. It's anytime I've gotten lost, that's what I've been closest to actually God is because I've let him go of the ways that I sought it out to be or pre-established it in my mind. And he's freed me from that. Even not saying it's always been, you know, comforting, easy. It's, it's been something that I've adapted to quickly. Those aren't the things, but um, it, it's, it's broken me, reshaped me, reformed me and got me back in my way that actually leveled me up. It, mm -hmm. it, it leveled me up. And, and anyway, so that's, that kind of goes back into our question and mm -hmm. definitely reading. Um, I love, I've read, um, this is outside of biblical stuff, but just different captains, um, different uh, memoirs of different leaders, kings, mm -hmm. uh, reading those kind of books uh, from the past, incredible stories. And, and you're like, man, <laughs> my day is nothing compared to what this person was going through during this time. And, wow. you know, you can kind of just close that and be like, all right, and get back after it. You get back on your mission, you know, yeah. you said, all right, I am going to go to the gym today. I'm going to call Graham today. I am going to go do that thing that I've just been putting off forever yeah. for, I don't know what reason. And then you do that and you're like, dude, that was nothing. And then you kind of, 
and then you want to keep that momentum going. Um, I talk about that a lot on the superhero you about finding your momentum you're and keeping it going, keeping it um, consistent. Um, Cause people ask me a lot, you know, how do you, how do you stay so driven? And I don't, I tell them I don't every day presents it's a new challenge. There's always obstacles and unforeseen obstacles. And I know that and I'm, and I'm ready for that. And I even tell myself, who do you want to be in the process of this developing phase, which is going to pull you, stretch you and stuff like that. And um, even with all that preparation, it, it's still difficult, you know, but consistency is just so important. Just showing up, mm-hmm. you know, and giving it your best and knowing when your, your best is that's, that's your best today and being okay with that. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that you still won't have a moment where you have doubt. It doesn't mean that there still won't be a moment where you need to have some space just by yourself. Um, If that's prayer, if that's sitting in the sauna, or if that's just shedding a couple of tears in in your car, you know, Mm -hmm. and then getting back out there. um, That's just really being real with yourself. Um, But scaling something, you know, anything in life, scaling is really hard and leading I don't think most people, if they've never led before, a company, um, uh, work, I, I don't know, a team, just mm-hmm. leading somebody to a higher place, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard. I, there's so much that you've shared that I, I love. Um, first, I want to say that I love a good memoir. Um, I said earlier that I love to hear people's stories and that's a very, that's interesting. I never even thought about going far back to captains and just people that their lives are not like yours and you see what their days were like. That's, that's amazing. That's a great perspective. Um, look into Socrates or Plato, Aristotle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, read the memoir of Alexander the Great. He conquered the known world at 23 years old. He died from drinking and having an orgy and partying after conquering mm. like Macedonia and just like traveling the world on, you know, with a hundred thousand person army and mm. wow. Wow. Okay. That's adding that to my list for sure. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for sure. Um, definitely. So I, I was already planning on asking you this, but I definitely want you to share with us what the superhero you is. Absolutely. So the superhero you exists to help people discover, cultivate, and strengthen their superpowers within. Most people don't know that they have superpowers. And I'd say our greatest superpower of all is our story. Um, and, and also, you know, in extended, in addition, it exists to help people with their confidence so they can kind of get off the emotional, emotional roller coaster when they're not just feeling good about being up or, you know, maybe or they're feeling low when they're when they're down, but to help them stay balanced in their life um, and to understand what greatness is just like simple, like the basics fundamentals for us again, to cover ground in life, to feel confident in what we're doing steadfast. We have a great foundation. We have a team around us. We understand that we're going to soar above all the BS in life because there's just constant uh, stuff that's going to here to test us good and bad stay away from the bad and focus on the good tests. They bring great testimony. So I started this company in the beginning of the year for, again, to help one person, but, you know, to really let people know that you need to be the hero in your life. If you're not being the hero in your life, then you're either sabotaging yourself, being the villain, or you're being the sidekick in your own life. And 
And I feel like we've all felt to be each one of those things, the hero, the sidekick, and the villain. Um, again, leading is not easy. Leading is not for the weak. Leading uh, is a skill. Leading is about self-love. Leading is about loving other people and wanting to, you know, who's going to, who dares to be the locomotive and the caboose moving this train along? Who's willing to do that with humility and grace? So again, I started that because the world needs more heroes. So we have a, a live on Instagram every Wednesday at 6 p.m. It's usually 10 to 20 minutes and we go over methods, uh, uh, techniques, tips, again, to help people be the superhero in their life and, and not the villain. Uh, we release different PDFs. Uh, we have over four or 500 slides now up on Instagram. That's our main social media platform. We have, I believe, 20 different lives that go in anywhere from 10 to 45 minutes, which we also have released a Patreon uh, two weeks ago. We already have subscribers on it, which I'm just, we're just so blessed to have that because we know what it's going to add to their life, et cetera. Um, and we have uh, merchandise up in our links as well on our webpage, and we're creating course content right now that starts off with, uh, we have a four course module and it starts off with confidence and it ends with support. Um, and we're going to be launching that really soon, but the superhero you has been a wonderful adventure so far. And I can't wait for um, it to continue to grow at, at its uh, and to help more people. We've have just uh, had a great response so far with people being like, wow, you know, what I'm seeing in here, what I'm learning um, has helped me. And I don't, you know, we're not disclaimer. We're not, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a, a PhD. I'm not an MD, um, but we've had countless people say, you know, I've gained more in this that's helped me than in therapy. And I've been in therapy for years. Um, I think uh, everybody receives it, their things kind of differently. And it, it's definitely helped to have a career where it's kind of put me in the limelight so people can recognize the face um, and maybe receive new things. So that that's definitely helped and helped the marketing with everything. But um, it's something that I enjoy doing just as much or more than acting. Um, I definitely will be doing this for the rest of my life, the superhero you, being an educator um, and just being somebody like yourself who wants to contribute to the world and make a positive dent in it, in it you know? I love that. Definitely yeah. will be following that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what would you say... Um, makes you so so happy so positive like what what is it in your life that makes you have the good energy and and allows you to share that with other people is that just a conscious choice that you make oh, daily yeah, yes it is yes it is um everything that we do i believe is a, is a conscious choice until it's not <laughs> um i know what it's like to suffer I know what it's like to suffer and I'm, I'm grateful beyond measure and I feel blessed beyond measure and it just keeps me in a, in high spirits also plugged into my faith 
I'm, I'm plugged into the wall. Like, look at the light behind you. When that thing's plugged into the wall, it's on. And when it's unplugged, it's off. And that's just the way my spirit is too. If I start to get teary in the eye, it's because I need rest. I need to declothe in a way and just be with God, you know? Take all the masks, take all the entrepreneur, all the all the, the, the superhero cape, whatever off. And yeah, that so that's just recharge. Yeah. Um, but I know what it is to suffer and I know what it is to be in pain as well and train. Like I, I train boxing uh, five days a week. I'm in the gym five, six days a week. And that hurts too. Like your body actually hurts. Um, it's like why, I don't know. There's there's just enough negativity in the world. There really is. And there's enough drama. Mm-hmm. I, I've never been a, like, a person to like drama. Never. But I love that you, you know, because we all hurt and we all have pain and we all have suffered. But I love that you turn that into a positive because there's people, of course, like you said, that it can go the other way. You know, there can sure. there's negativity, there's drama, there's, you know, people just, gotcha. use, you know, whatever. And I love that there's there are people, especially people with a platform that are using that for good. Because I don't think we see that enough. And I think that it's, I think that when we do see it, I think that the way that society is, I think the way, especially with the media and things, I think that we're almost like prone to tune it out because it's like, oh, that, well, that's not exciting. That's boring. You know, like. And that's the thing that, that's the thing that I don't believe most people put enough thought into is life is boring. It's so beautiful. Like, have you ever just sat and watched a tree grow I just sat and watched how much life around just a single flower and then and then like the mist of the grass that just a daisy came up and it's just there's a bee and there's a moth and there's an ant and there's just so much life just is going on I don't know um, yeah and just the just the fact that God created all of this and there's you know just it's so simple, but it's so, it's just so beautiful and so vast. And yeah, I mean, it's to hear someone laugh compared to hear someone scream. Right. You know, I really get, I'm really fascinated how people enjoy um, pleasure so much. I'm really fascinated by that. And I'm also fascinated by how they enjoy uh, gossip or drama comedies mm-hmm. uh, uh, comedy is a uh, is a technique mm-hmm. you know comedy a comedy is a technique what kind of tech you know slap comedy improv comedy sketch mm-hmm. comedy like you know so that's mm-hmm. more crafted mm-hmm. um, which can be dramatic as well but um, or unnecessary violence and I'm not talking about athletics that's if I, I don't I don't know that's a I've always been fascinated by it and, but I've never like thought it was a necessary to be in the, like mm-hmm. it was necessary. Now, for instance, laughter, definitely nef- necessary. Crying till you, and you're laughing. It's so funny. Yeah. Definitely necessary, but there's just so many things that are unnecessary. So I just really try to focus on what really is necessary. And those things are usually 
what makes life not boring. And there are also things that can be very difficult. Like how do you find the, the, the cheer on a gray, gloomy day, metaphorically and physically, right? Mm -hmm. Bring the light, you know, and be plugged in. So, um, but at at the same time too, it does require a lot of rest. So I don't ever pretend that it doesn't when I'm on, I'm on when I'm not, I'm not feel like I'm waking up still. So if half this podcast has been 36 minutes in, I'm starting to turn on now, but uh, <laughs> you're like, where was he at in that conversation? He was just like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, you have to recharge for sure. I'm, I'm the same way. For, uh, definitely. Um, I, I think that's very important. I, I just love to hear, you know, like yourself, your stories of what makes you tick, what makes you who you are. Like you said, like just the just like watching whatever it is in life. And it's, it's just interesting to me what what is behind it. And, and for me, it's the lessons that people have learned along the way, who have they learned from, you know. You know, I think some people may have had, like to me, it sounds like you've had, you have wonderful family. I think that that is a great support system and that's a way for you to have to feel the good. And, and when you're surrounded by good, I think that you're more aware of it and you give it more. But like you said, there's also people that maybe they have to fight a little bit harder and they have to find, maybe they've had the gray and the gloomy in their life and they have to find fight harder to find the good. And those people are going to laugh harder and they're going to be happier because they make that choice. So it's just, there's just so many different things out there. And I'm just, I'm fascinated to, to hear people's stories. I love to, that's why I love Oprah. I love Iyanla Van Zandt. I always say that. I love the self-help people that are giving their, like you said, their skills and their tools and just teaching you how to better yourself. I just think that there's just so much we can learn from each other. Thanks, bro. What I'm curious to know for you, how old were you when you accepted Christ into your life? Were you young or were you older? I was young. I was young. I would say three, four, five years old. Uh, I I (laughs) I remember holding my father's hand we're walking through the pews mm-hmm. and I remember just being in the, in the house of the Lord and feeling the presence there. And I know I, um, accepted Jesus in my heart mm-hmm. then, and it's always been there. But I just remember walking down the pews and kind of looking where we're going to sit and just like, this is, this is, this is where I felt the happiest and mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. I definitely have memories like that too. I can remember my paternal grandmother. She kept me and my mother in church. Um, she passed away when I was nine, but I can remember the church that we grew up in. I can see the painting, you know, that was on the wall and the smell um, of the pews. All yeah, that. like all of I remember all of that. Um, so definitely, you know, that that helped me. I think I was ten. I believe I was ten when I. When I consciously, I think I always accepted God, you know, but consciously like said out loud, like I want Christ to be my savior. I remember I was at like a vacation Bible school and I was like nine or 10 and, you know, life has just never been the same. And I just remember as a kid, like feeling different. And um, I just can say that if I didn't have God to help me fight through the stuff that I've been through, I wouldn't be here. It's just, it's powerful. It's, it's a powerful thing. And um, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to start rambling. I tend to ramble, but uh, no, it's, yeah. no, it ramble away. I mean, you know, for me, I, without without having the armor of God, I don't believe I would 
probably actually be here. I've been in, I'm no uh, innocent person. I'm no spring chicken. I've experienced a lot in life. That's where it's brought me to where I am today. It's, it's built mm -hmm. me, it's broken me, it's polished me. It's kept, kept me a little edgy. Um, it's kept me also fragile in a beautiful way and tough in another beautiful way. Um, but uh, to really explore it is the best way, in my opinion, to have a relationship with it, you know, and also and as you explore it, surrender to it. And or else you can't really, I guess, um, have a, a, a true relationship with it. Um, man, I remember when I started to read the Bible three years ago. No, sorry, five years ago, five years ago. Um, a friend of mine said, you want to read it from the start to finish? Every single day we'll wake up at um, six or seven in the morning and we'll read it for an hour. Um, every day you'll read for an hour, then the next day I'll read for an hour. And we started together and we got halfway through together and then we went our own ways. But man. Wow, I love that. Best conversations. Mm -hmm. the, one of the, the, the best way to start your day to go through the stories and be like, that's all I have to do today. Or I just have to call this insurance company and then be on mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's stressful, but I have shoot you know, like just, yeah. just the way life was right. How far to travel, mm -hmm. the hunger, the thirst. Yeah. The, just, I don't know, but just how, how much families meant to each other. The great stories. Yeah, great, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, you know, I'll tell you, um, so I, I borrowed my name from Joseph the Dreamer. That's where Kevin the Dreamer comes from because okay. it inspired me so much. Um, that's the first Bible story that I, I ever like consciously connected with. I've heard, of course, you know, a lot of Bible stories, but that one just really, it just really did something to me because it was just the way that he faced so much adversity, but he never he never denounced God. He never like doubted him. He never, you know, was like, why am I going through this or questioned him? Like he was literally thrown in a lion's den. And that to me is just so powerful. You know, like you said, like, if this is all we have to do today, if I just have to make this phone call, that's giving me anxiety, that's nothing compared to living in a den with actual lions that, you know, are going to eat you. So it's just, it's so powerful. So I, I completely understand. Hey, sometimes then, making those phone calls feel like it, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We definitely go through things in life that it's like, man, it's, it's, it's touching, but, um, yeah, I, I love, I, I love connecting with you and, and, and hearing all of this stuff. It's, it's beautiful. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know we only have a little bit more left. Um, I, so I want to know if you have any, uh, projects that you are working on. I know that you have your own, your own studio. I believe it's called Night Owl Studio. Is that correct? Yeah, it's Night Owl Studio. So okay. we're currently in pre-production of a television series. It's a reality series slash documentary series. Uh, okay. It's called Gray Reservations. It's a working title. Okay. Are we going to change? It started off with it's called This Gray Kitchen. It's it's based on and it's evolved, but it's based on a home improvement show kind of meets Anthony Bourdain okay. where it's a three part show where there's a problem solution and resolution where we go into people's 
communities and we figure out what the issue is and focus around um, rebuilding community centers, um, kitchens in schools and kitchens within homes because the kitchen is the heart and the soul of the home or the community and it should reflect the way people live and entertain. Um, my father taught me how to build kitchens when I was in high school and did that throughout the summers and, and did that even younger than that. But that was what my father's business was. So I've just built a craft around it and know how to design it and create it where it adds value to the family. 40% of the time we're at any given time, somebody's in the kitchen. So with that being said, it's called the gray reservations and myself and uh, a great crew that I have that's also connected in association with post and nose production in Chicago. Um, we're going to go around to Montana, California, all the way out to Florida and work with different indigenous tribes. Um, not starting with, but um, hoping to work with um, the Sierra Miwoks, which are the tribe that my family's from, okay. all the way up to the Blackfeet to Montana, to the Sentinels in Florida, like I was saying, and to um, hear their message and and help aid them um, and keeping their culture alive mm -hmm. and just a lot of more great things with it. So that's what we're doing with Night Owl Studios. Okay. We're also, um, I have a project coming out right now, a uh, feature film that I just finished shooting uh, about a month ago in Chicago. It's called American Underdog. It's with Veronica Falcon, who's in Queen of the South. She's in Ozark. She's in Jumanji. Okay. It's also with Danny Trejo, the legend Machete, um, myself, and uh, a great um, rest of the cast of actors. It's, uh, it's an MMA-style film. That very much goes in the line with what I was sharing before. Um, I said this quote that every man have two lives and the second one starts when he realizes he only has one. So my character is a fighter who was on the up and up and was asked to basically take a dive in a fight. And this is like a championship fight. He was going to get a lot of money. He was working with the wrong people, wrong guidance. And he decided not to take that dive. And he got blacklisted. And um, the other character, um, the, the great actor, his name is Vish. He is the character's name is Jay. The, the actor's name is Vish. Played this guy who um, also was an MMA fighter, but he um, was on his way out. And this is like his last fight. Um, he's in his late 40s. And he had some, he had an issue where he went to prison, he had some family things. Um, so it's his last hurrah and mine back my comeuppance. And basically we're in, e in each other's way, but we earn each other's respect in the, in the ring. And um, it's just a beautiful, I think it's a pretty beautiful story and we'll see how it comes out. I saw what I acted in it and I was really happy with that. Um, and I hope the rest of it comes out. There's just great people attached to it. So I don't see why it wouldn't. It's probably going to go into festivals, definitely going to go to theater. And it's going to go to streaming. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, to, uh, on the 29th of this month, um, I collaborated with Genesis G80, uh, all-electric luxury car. They reached out to me about four months ago and said, you know, what we did before in the past was such a success that we want to re um, – um, we'd like to, you know, do something like this again. And um, what are your thoughts around it? And I was like, my thoughts are great around it. Uh, you know, even if we go with the same concept, because it's still so necessary, which was about dominating the noise, because it's 
can't hear anything in it. It's also about sharing your energy with um, those who deserve it. So it's a car that you can actually, when the battery's charged, you can pull out like a, I don't know, like a socket and like plug in other vehicles. So if you need to jump someone's vehicle, whatever, it would give them enough charge to drive, you know, like 50 miles. Um, what else was on it? I can't remember. But anyway, that's going to be launched June 29th of this month. And that's that's a pretty cool project. That's all so exciting. I'm happy to hear all of that. And then I'm uh, training right now for a celebrity boxing fight that should be taking place between now and November. Okay. And that's why I'm also training uh, boxing three to five days a week. Okay. So I got, a, I got a lot on my plate right now and about being consistent, getting my rest. Yeah. Well, thank you for fitting this into your schedule. I really appreciate it. Um, no, when you said that you had this, man, I was like, I told you when we met in person, and we'll definitely have to do this again, maybe a little bit Absolutely. later on in the day <laughs> where I can wake up and we can get more fun into it. But um, I, I'm just really proud of you. I knew you were going to do it. It's just a matter of when. And then you got it up like super fast. I was like, let's go. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Your socials are at Andrew Gray. Yep. I believe. Andrew okay. Gray across the okay. board. Nice and easy to remember. Please support him. He's got a lot coming out that's exciting. Looking forward to it. Thank you for being just a light that you are. Thank you for your time. Very much appreciate it. And very much just looking forward to what's more to come. Excited Thank for it. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Man. You God have well. a great day. God bless you. You, you have a great day. Um, hopefully you get some more coffee, wake up a little more. <laughs> ha, I know. And I need to go take my dog for a walk and <sighs> the rest of my day. But until uh, next time, my friend. Yes, thank you, you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right, everyone. Take care. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. And that wraps another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. I really hope that you've enjoyed yourself and that the information was beneficial to you. I strive to create an environment that promotes and is conducive to healing. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do me a favor. Go to your streaming platform of choice that you listen to your other favorite podcasts on and give Cultivation with Kevy five out of five stars. If you also would like to share your experience, please write me a review. Thank you so much for your time. And as always, take care. And God bless. See you next episode. K-A-M-A.